This little car does 0 to 60 in 3.8 seconds and has a top speed of 188 miles per hour using its supercharged V6 engine. It's small, but this little car can pack a punch on the straightaways and curves of the racetrack. This is the Lotus Evora. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Autos and Donuts. And today, we're going to be talking about the Lotus Evora, the GT, which is the newest car that they have out. So, like always, let's rewind back to the very beginning and look at how this car has changed over the years. So the Evora series has had many different evolutions over. It's now 10 years of production. And with each change, the cars continue to become faster and faster, as most cars do. When the Evora was first launched, it was simply called the Evora. It was equipped with a V6. No turbos, no superchargers, nothing like that. Just a simply naturally aspirated V6. The V6 produced 276 horsepower and had a top speed of 163 miles per hour. The car was simple. Nothing crazy speed-wise and not a crazy looker in my opinion, and still really isn't to this day. Next came the Evora S, which the S stood for supercharged. The supercharger brought it up to a very nice 345 horsepower, which was a decent increase from the naturally aspirated V6. The car got lots of other upgrades over the base Evora with the usual upgrade suspension and a new exhaust. The price for one of these brand new in 2010 was $77,000, which is still a lot of money today, and this was 10 years ago. Now, Lotus isn't a crazy powerhouse car, and I don't think you'd buy them to go and race with Lamborghinis and Ferraris, and I don't think you'd buy one for the looks either. Of course, it is still going to stick out and is a cool little car, but if a Lotus shows up to an exotic show, I'm sad to say I don't think it's going to get as much attention. With that in mind, our these cars worth the price that they're asking? Do you think that they're worth the price? After the Evora S came the Evora 400, where the car was up to 400 horsepower, to once again, a nice jump in power from the previous model. Along with the nice jump in horsepower came a facelift, which helped increase the downforce and did a 0-60 to 60 in 4.1 seconds, and a top speed of 186. The 400 is an older model than the GT and is only 0.3 seconds slower in the 0 to 60 and 2 mile per hour less for a top speed. Probably not a bad idea to get a 400 for a lower price tag to get near the same performance. A variant of this car came as the Evora 410, which is simple. It has 410 horsepower. After the 400 and the 410 also came the 430, but it wasn't as simple as the 410. 
While yes, the power was bumped up to 430 horsepower, it had a lot of other technical upgrades that helped the car become a better performing car altogether. The newest Evora is called the Evora GT. It has a top speed of 188 miles per hour and does 0 to 60 in 3.8 seconds with its mid-mounted supercharged V6, producing 416 horsepower to the rear wheels. While the car may not be the fastest or flashiest, the Evora has been claimed to be an amazing and fun car to drive. The new Evora GTs start at $96,000, but that price can quickly rise, such as adding the carbon fiber package for near $8,000 or so, which loses weight and adds more downforce. Sadly, I wish that there was more to say about this car. It's a quick little sports car that sadly doesn't have as much unique engineering and such as other high-end cars. Evora is still a great car, though, as being one of the best cars to drive and feel the road, so what are your thoughts on the Evora? Are they worth this cost for what some might say so little, or is it worth the cost for this pure adrenaline car that you're really going to just get down and get dirty and get driving? Would you ever buy one for the right price? Maybe an older one, such as the Exige. Do you like the older model looks better? Let me know what you think on the Evora and other Lotus models. And as always, safe travels, everyone. <laughs>